Have you ever struggled to land the plane when you're preaching a sermon? You've got great content, you've worked so hard to put it all together, and as you're delivering it, it comes time for the ending when you're supposed to give the call to action for people to be able to move forward. And what do you say? And how do you know what to do? And how can you make sure to land it in a way that's going to be memorable and helpful for them as they leave that day? Well, in today's episode, we're going to talk about that exact thing. Here we go. Welcome to Church Tips, the daily show designed to give you practical ideas and strategies you can use to get better, break barriers, and grow the church. Thanks for joining us today. Now here are your hosts, Dick and Jonathan Hardy. Hey friend, it's great to have you with us on this Church Tips podcast. We are uh, wrapping up today a three-part series on uh, the topic of preparing and delivering sermons. And uh, in uh, episode 77, we talked about the development of the intro, and uh, Jonathan did a great job walking us through that. And then the last episode in 78, we talked about the building the body of the message to communicate the truth of the gospel. Yeah. And now today, uh, we're going to give us the uh, you're going to give us the wrap up of how mm-hmm. uh, Pastor actually builds his his or her conclusion and uh, for the response that uh, that the pastor or preacher believes uh, they want. So that we've really had some great feedback on this, and we hope you find this uh, valuable today yourself. So as we're wrapping this thing up, Jonathan, um, this issue of the conclusion can be a real sticking point for pastors. Yeah. You know, they work hard, they pour themselves into this thing, and then they're trying to bring it home. And so uh, I'd like to have you just uh, give us a jump start on um, wh- what you want to have happen. Uh, you just, we referenced you uh, this message we were using kind of as a model that you preached over in Kansas right. here a week or so ago. Yeah. What is something that you wanted to have happen uh, out of that particular message. Yeah. Well, and I think this applies for every message that a, a person communicates. Obviously, you're using mine as kind of this case study just right. for fun here yeah. to give it a real practical example. Um, I think every message should have some sort of a big idea okay. uh, that you're trying to communicate throughout the entirety of the message. Okay. And so that's the one that I, um, you know, I had. And, and even actually, that was one of the screen slides, you know, for when I was talking. I was like, hey, here's the, I better tell them up front, this is the big idea that I want you to know today. Yeah. And so, you know, I believe every message should have that. So whether you're doing an expositional preaching through a book of a Bible or whether you're preaching a topical message, there's a theme, yeah. there's something you're trying to communicate overall. I mean, you're not just rattling off points randomly. They all tie to something. Yeah. And so whatever is that something, that big idea. And so... Then um, the ending is the culmination of that big that. idea yeah. and bringing it back home to giving them whatever that call to action is. And so every call to action is different because it all depends on, well, what's the big idea of the message based on the scripture that you were communicating? And so once you have all that figured out, that really is what drives home this idea that you want to have a call to action that you want to give to them so they then can take that and say, okay, this is my action step for the week based upon the scripture. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. That's good. Now, I know you to be a very ordered guy, uh, very process-oriented. Really? Yeah, that's right. Oh, wow. How did you know? <laughs> I don't know. It just kind of <laughs> comes out. But, um, you know, there would be pastors that would uh, take this approach that – I'm going to prepare my intro, and that intro is taking us to, to the body of the message. But when I get to the end, it's the Holy Spirit's job, yeah. and I'm just going to 
let it happen at yeah. the end. Yeah. Uh, how, how do you? How would you coach somebody like that? Well, first, I would say that either they think that, or they just don't put the time into it because they put all the time into the intro and the points that, that by the time they get there, they're like, well, I'll just wrap it up and call it good. Yeah. I think the uh, this goes back to what I talked about in either 77 or 78, I don't remember which one, where there's a merging, um, an integration between the physical and, and the spiritual. spiritual. And they, they aren't completely separate. We don't compartmentalize the two. We are human beings, but we're also spiritual beings. Yeah. And so we work together. So that then you come to this whole concept of, of wrapping this thing up. Well, I think the Holy Spirit can and should lead, but I think he also does that the week before when you're preparing. In your, plan, in your planning yeah. process. And so I don't think you should just go into it blindly or unprepared. Right. Now, could the Holy Spirit... As you're in and as you're getting the feedback and the, you're through through the message, or if you have two services after you preach the first one, you realize, oh, hey, I can make some adjustments to the second one. Um, of course, you know, sure, sure, sure. But don't go into it unplanned at all. I don't think that's a good steward of no winging it. Yeah, of the resource. Yeah. You know, they, because because you can ask the Lord the week before. How should I close this? Yeah. What's my call to action? How do I bring this thing to the landing? What's the big idea? All of this stuff. Yeah. Well. You know, if you're in tune with God, which hopefully you are, if you're yeah. communicating his word, well, then you're going to be able to get some answers before that. Before you before actually you're get on stage. Five minutes before noon on a Sunday morning. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's a practical way to call people to action on that which you've just preached? So just in a practical sense. Yeah. What would you ask? Well, it goes, it depends on the, the, the topic um, and it depends on what you're communicating um, you know, if you're really speaking a passage of scripture that's reading someone's needs, then you may have some sort of a response that's, you know, the raise your hand type response or whatever. If yeah. you, you need healing or, you know, uh, provision or help or whatever, or salvation or whatever. Then there's the other type where it's like you're literally just communicating the truth uh, because you're going through, like I know a pastor who's going through the book of Acts right now, okay. and they're just going verse by verse yep. through the book, and he's been preaching for a long, long time through the book of Acts. Yep. And so in that case, you're you're more of a, it's more of a Bible teaching type uh, sermon, but there's still a point, there's still this idea, that, the big idea that I mentioned. And so we, we have to then say, okay, well, then what can I take that could be a call to action for them. So maybe instead of a response, raise your hand, maybe it's a piece of homework. Maybe it's like, hey, this week when you go home, here's your assignment. Yeah. Um, and you, you know, you give people a not physical homework. Yeah. Um, you could actually uh, give them out some handout or yeah. something like that. But it might be just like, hey, here's here's the call to action for you to take this week. Yeah. When you're in the workplace, uh, one of my uh, seminary professors, I remember he talked about. He always tried to say, well, on Tuesday. You do know, this. Yeah, and it was just kind of a way, very specific. Very specific. Yeah. yeah. So there's all kinds of things I think you can do. I think the answer to your question as well just depends on what you just preached. Yeah. yeah. Good. So. You know, the pastors, uh, preachers regularly deal with this issue. When I come to the end, and I've got mostly believers in the auditorium, but I know I've got some unbelievers there. Mm -hmm. How how do I differentiate what I'm, what my call to action is? Yeah. For people in two different spiritual conditions. Yeah, well, that's true. Uh, that definitely happens a lot. Uh, probably, again, a little bit goes back to what is the content you're speaking on. Uh, but I um, certainly think that you could always give people an opportunity 
uh, to respond, <laughs> regardless of which camp they're in. Right. Uh, so if your text that you're preaching on lends itself toward being applicable to both parties, then then that's great, and you've got one thing. If it if it's more geared toward believers, for example, and it's not geared toward um, the unbeliever, then I think maybe you say, hey, you know, when you come to your closing response time, you know, there's two different groups of people here, and you know, for you. Uh, this is, you know, for believers, and you're, your call and to action. you're just straight up with it. Yeah. yeah. And say, hey, if you, you know, if you haven't given your life to the Lord, if you haven't made him the leader of your life, you don't follow, you know, he, you're not a follower of Jesus yet. However you word that. Right. You know, then, you know, here is my encouragement to you. Yeah. And you take this step first, which is probably salvation, salvation. or some sort right. of commitment to follow God. Yeah. So, uh, and whether that's like an altar call type response or whether that's, I know you recently did a blog post uh, with Scotty Gibbons yep. on that. Yep. And uh, we can include a link actually probably in okay. the show notes yeah, to that. that blog uh, where you talked, he talked specifically about the, the altar, altar call, call. And, and how to do that. And, yeah. and that's actually a really excellent yeah. um, breakdown. So the point is, I think it, it, it's a little bit subjective. Yeah. Uh, but again, you want to do all that ahead of time. You want to think through that ahead of time. So you know who's going to be coming in the auditorium every single Sunday. Um, you know, if, if you're preaching regularly, consistently, and so be preparing that call to action based upon the audience. Yeah. No, that's so, good. Yeah. Jonathan, this has been great, uh, content here on the issue of the conclusion of the message. If you, if your pastor, uh, is watching this, listening to this, uh, what's a parting shot? You, you want them, you know, if they remember nothing else, yeah. remember this about the conclusion of the message. Well, uh, the the conclusion is the lasting impression. Mm-hmm. You know, they may remember the intro. They may, may remember um, a few points here and there, but they're about to walk out the doors. Yeah. And so this is your last shot of getting that final hook in them yeah. to say, here's what you need to do to move forward yeah. with whatever it is that you, based upon the text of scripture. And so that's the lasting impression as they walk away out the doors, into their car, they're driving away. They close the door shut. You know, they turn to their spouse. Well, what'd you think? Or, yeah. you know, what did God speak to you? Or what? Well, so we want that last thing to be um, motivating and helpful and encouraging to them that they can accomplish and do whatever it is that God wants them to do based on the scripture. Well, and that is so good. I remember it said back a number of years ago, listening to a communicator said that this happens every Sunday of life, every weekend of life where somebody goes into a service. And they walk out into that parking lot, and they get in the car for a split second. Yeah. As they're starting that car, either they're saying that was time well spent, yeah. and a good conclusion is going to get that kind of response, or they're saying, "Man, there's a lot of stuff I could have been doing today." Yeah. You were working with through the power of the Holy Spirit to yeah. get that first. That was time well spent. That challenged me to right uh so yeah this has been very good jonathan thank you very much again uh we'd encourage you to uh, take a look at episode 77 and 78 uh the intro and the body uh talking about the that part of the messages and of course uh feel free to share uh any of these podcasts with uh, friends and family you know we do want to mention that tomorrow night the uh the introductory offer of the preaching track in church university ends uh, I mean, it'll be available, but the super, super deep discount, 67% off, yeah. ends tomorrow night at midnight. So we've created uh, at uh, Church University, which is the, the education training arm of Leaders.Church, uh, the preaching track, which is a comprehensive A to Z mm-hmm. 
everything you're going to want to know about preaching. Uh, it literally is a college-level college, a college type uh, set of course, a course that uh, is, I think it's 42 or 44 videos yeah. inside, uh, chock full of bonus content that's mm-hmm. going to help you with uh, sermons, sermon outlines, yeah. or series outlines, calendar, uh, calendar templates. Uh, we've got some bonus videos in there, the, uh, the Scotty. Um, uh, Gibbons uh, altar call video is inside. We're just going to have a, a bunch of those in there to help you be a better preacher. Mm-hmm. God has called you to pastor the church, yep. to preach, and uh, I'm guessing you're like Jonathan and I. We work hard at doing it, yep. but we always know we can be better at it. Yep. The human giftings the Lord's given us, and uh, through the power of the Holy Spirit speaking through us, and then you put something like the preaching track and to augment that, it's going to help you be a better yeah. preacher. We strongly encourage you to jump in there. Go to churchuniversity.com. You can get all the information on it. That's right. So, anything else, Jonathan? No, thank you so much for being with us today. We'll look forward to talking to you next time. Until then, be blessed. Hey, Jonathan here. Real quick before you go. Did you know 71% of pastors report being extremely stressed or highly stressed? 90% of pastors feel worn out working between 55 to 75 hours per week. And then get this, 70% of pastors say they have a lower self-esteem now than when they started ministry. Can you relate to any of that? In reality, everything in your ministry rises and falls on your leadership. So investing in your leadership is essential to staying healthy and growing the ministry. And that's why I want to invite you to join us inside the Leaders.Church membership. It's your opportunity to invest in your leadership. This online streaming service for pastors gives you access to more than 300 videos plus training material to level up your leadership and improve your ministry skills. If you're ready to give your leadership growth a boost, simply go to leaders.church slash boost. Again, that's leaders.church slash boost. Well, thanks again for joining us today on the Church Tips Podcast. We'll look forward to seeing you next time.